Welcome to the Manifest Fire podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Louise. Every week, I'll be sharing with you everything I know about law of attraction, manifestation, mindset, and spirituality. Think of this podcast like a spiritual support group. Together, we're going to take control and live our dream lives. So let's go, huns. Hello, my gorgeous ones. Welcome back to the Manifest Fire podcast with me, Sarah Louise. Thank you so much for joining me. As always, I'm so happy to have you here with me and I'm really excited for this episode because it's one of my favourite topics and it's something that can be so impactful on you right now today for relatively little time and effort. Um, but before we get into that, let's have a little catch up because I like it when we do that. I like that, like that shit. So yeah, in last week's episode, we talked all about the 369 manifestation method and decided, well, I decided that we would do a 33-day challenge of committing to this script and style practice. Um, so if you haven't already checked out that episode, um, please check it out and start your own 33-day um, manifestation challenge. Now, I just wanted to touch on this um, in this episode because I ended up changing my affirmation around the thing that I'm wanting to manifest. So I started the 33 days last week when the last week's episode dropped, like I said I would. But a few days into it, I ended up changing my affirmation. Um, I just, it just didn't feel right to me. And I thought I'd share that because I think a lot of people, a lot of times people can struggle with, you know, writing affirmations and getting it to feel good and right for them. Um, and I consider myself like a seasoned affirmation writer. Like I do it all the time and I'm very comfortable with it. Um, but this particular one that I wrote after a couple of days of um, doing the 369 writing, it just still wasn't clicking for me. It just did, still didn't feel good. So I just decided to change it. So I made it a little simpler and more specific. Like I mentioned, a specific thing that I wanted, like by name. And then I found that overall it just felt a lot better. So I'm a couple of days into it now. So I started, restarted the 33 days once I changed it. And I think I'm two or three days in now and it just feels so much better. Like I'm actually really enjoying doing it. So I just wanted to share that and say, if you are doing the challenge or any type of scripting and affirmation work and it just doesn't feel right, like you can't get fully behind it or you're not excited about it, then change it, revise it, go back to the drawing board and come up with something else. Like don't be afraid to do that because feelings are so, so important when it comes to intentionally manifesting. So I just wanted to to share that with you guys. And if you're feeling the same, then just go back and, and restart again. Um, to be honest, I don't have a huge amount to fill you in on today, guys. January has just been January and hasn't it? Like it's still three weeks till the end of January. I mean, it's just unbelievable, but we move, we're here, I'm here, and whatever type of January you're having, if you're sna- smashing through your goals, or if you're like me, half planning, half hibernating, we're here, and that's what matters. So yeah, pr- a pretty quiet week. To- oh my God, I do have something to fill you in on, actually. I, I know that I did say back in 2023 that I wasn't going to date anymore in 2024. I know that I did say that. And to be fair, I have followed through with that. Like I have not, I mean, it's, what are we? 11 days in. But I did delete all of my dating apps back in December because I just thought, I'm, I'm done with this. I'm focusing on other things. Um, but I am actually going on a date tonight. So wish me luck. 
I don't need luck. I need all the luck. I need all the luck. Like, if I actually told you, if I actually run you guys down the list of the last few men that I've dated, you guys would be like, Sarah, that's a movie. Like, honestly, honestly, it's just like a a smorgasbord of like the world's shittest people. I mean, I'm talking like people who think the earth is flat secret babies on the way, like all kinds of drama that you wouldn't even believe. Okay. So wish me luck. And yeah, wish me luck. I mean, it's someone I've been talking to for a while, like almost six months on and off. Um, so let's see, we'll see what comes from it. I mean, if anything, I'll just have a laugh um, and get to have a few nice cocktails. Um, I'll fill you in on it next week. But yeah, I've almost forgot that exciting little tidbit. But anyway, back to what you're really here for. Today's episode is all about home and energy. So our home and the energy in it. And I really love this topic because I just think it's a really interesting topic. Um, and I think it's a really powerful but simple way that you can improve your energy right now today in a relatively short amount of time, like I said, for a short or small amount of effort in some cases. So you can get the benefits straight away, a bit of instant gratification, which we love because so much of mindset work, um, it's all about delayed gratification, right? We do a lot of stuff for our future selves. Um, so we might not reap the benefits of the work that we're doing around our mindset and things straight away. Um, we're looking into the future when we're doing things like that. But this particular topic, we can get the good gear pretty much straight away, which we obviously love, love, love. So as we know, everything is energy, everything. Me, you, we're all made up of energy. And this concept of us being made up of energy is a very ancient one and it can be seen throughout pretty much all of the ancient religious and spiritual traditions. So if we look at the ancient Chinese tradition and ancient Chinese medicine, Qi, what's known as Qi, is believed to be the life force that runs through each individual. So Qi is the energy that runs through each individual. And it's an energy current that's said to pass through the inside and outside of our body and also through physical objects as well. So when our Qi is strong, it courses through us without interruption, without blockages and fills us with life and health. And when your chi is weak, it faces blockages, it remains still and it remains stagnant in your body, which can obviously cause you to feel sluggish, unmotivated, unwell, all of those types of things. So chi does exist in other traditions. Like I said, the concept of energy, um, it's seen throughout a lot of different traditions. If you're into yoga, you might know that as prana. So that's what we call it in the yoga tradition. Our prana is our life force energy. It's also known as ki, I think, in Japan. And I guess in Western society, we probably just call it our life force. So this chi or life force energy is said to run throughout everything, including us and including inanimate objects. So chi therefore also exists in and runs throughout our homes. And the ancient Chinese art of feng shui is dedicated to the balance of energy within buildings and homes. And it focuses on how to balance and elevate the flow of your chi or your energy in your home as this is believed to allow us to live harmoniously. 
So before I get into that a little bit more um, and tell you my tips around this, like let's think for a minute just about how important our homes are and our home environments are. Your home is so, so, so important. It's really the foundation of your life, basically, the backdrop of your life, the place where your life happens, really, for the most part, where you sleep, eat, relax, laugh, cry, love. Like, think about everything that takes place in your home for you and for your family. And it's so, so important then if you think that your home does have this chi, this energy, this life force coursing through it and there is this possibility then of this energy becoming stuck or flat and you can see then that this could obviously have an effect on you and your family as you're the ones who obviously inhabit your home so it's obviously within our interest to make sure that the chi and the energy in our home is how it needs to be is flowing and isn't fettered by anything like I know from experience that this stuff works because I do practice a lot of feng shui bits and tricks um, and principles in how I design and treat my home. I have done for a while now. So I kind of tested this stuff working in terms of it being able to shift energy. Um, and I know that it will impact you guys as well. So I'm really excited for you to try it. And I think even if you don't know much about feng shui or you don't really buy into that concept of your home having energy or whatever, if you're not really bought into that yet, I think we all know that when our home is untidy or cluttered or messy it does impact us mentally we can feel overwhelmed unmotivated we just can't be arsed of life we can even feel depressed and we all also know how it feels when you've cleaned your home it's decluttered and you're sitting chilling and you've got your candles lit and your accent lighting on we all know how peaceful and fucking brilliant to be honest, that feels. So we can already buy in on that level, even if we don't buy into feng shui just yet. We do know that our home environment can impact our mental state and our energy. And I also know from experience, slightly off topic, but I also know from experience what it's like to live in a home that's not peaceful because of who's inside it, because of the relationships that's in that home. Now, when I was planning this episode about energy in the home and making my notes and stuff and talk, thinking about, you know, making notes about what I wanted to talk to you about and how I wanted to present it, there was a strong feeling and a strong message that I was getting around this and around the energy in the home and the people in it. Um, so it's slightly off topic um, in a way, but it's not. It's actually probably not off topic, but I guess it's personal is what I'm, what I'm trying to say. But I did want to share it um, because I lived in, in an unhappy home. Like I lived with a person that made my home not a safe space for me. Like at one time, my life was very different. My home was full of anger and aggression and just all around bad vibes, to put it very mildly. And I can viscerally remember what that would feel like to go home and not know what I would be walking into. You know, those negative emotions, that anxiety, desperation, the fear, and those feelings that really consumed my home in every single room um there was never a break from it really and I just wanted to kind of touch on that um just to say that if you know if that is you if that's something that you're facing at the moment in your home firstly from experience there's no amount of feng shui that can fix that 
there's no amount of intentionally manifesting your way out of a situation like that in terms of that person or that relationship changing. I, I, I don't think, in my opinion, anyway. Um, but just know that if that is you, you can leave. Um, even if you feel like you can't because of money or children or or whatever, you can and you must because that, that doesn't get better. So I know that's slightly off topic, but I just felt like such a such a call to mention that when I was planning this episode um, and there are resources for people in that situation and I will drop some of them in the show notes so if you are listening to that and some of that resonates with you um, take a look at the show notes and I'll put some resources in it um, for you to take a look at um, but yeah I just had a strong feeling that I had to share that message while we were on this topic of our home and the energy in our home so I just wanted to touch on that like every one of us deserves a home that is our safe space, that's peaceful, that's our sanctuary. Um, And what I'm telling you in this episode here today is intended to help facilitate and elevate um, the peacefulness of your home. Um, But just want you guys to remember that the people in your home are a big part of the energy um, that affects it and that affects your whole life. Um, But yeah, I'll drop those resources in for anyone who might need it. But back to the real topic of today's episode of making our homes more harmonious by improving the flow of energy in it. So if we think about this chi, this life force energy as energy in our homes, we can definitely see that if our home does have this energy, it would be beneficial to us and to everyone living in it, you know, our partners, our pets, our children, and to keep that chi flowing, to keep that chi positive and generally keep it flowing so that we can have our homes help us live in harmony because we all have so much stuff going on all the time we all have places to be different things to do dinner to cook laundry to do blah 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 blah. so the more harmonious our home can be the better so i'm going to tell you some things that you can do today right now in your home to help improve your home's chi and energy and in turn improve your own vital energy so i'm not going to go really deep into feng shui teachings um because it's a really big topic Um, And there's lots in there to do with the different earth elements, earth, earth, fire, water, and how they impact your home. And it's it's really interesting, but it's, um, you know, I'm not an expert on it. So if you are like intrigued and want to know more, then by all means go and Google it. But I'm going to keep it quite general today so that it's kind of accessible to everybody listening. So I just thought I would share five easy things that you can do this week or today or whenever you get a chance to help your home's chi flow. Okay, so let's get into it. So let's start with the entrance to our homes, which is known in Feng Shui as the mouth of chi, because that's where energy enters your home through the front door. So you can support the flow of chi into your home by making sure the entrance to your home is clean and free of clutter. So chi stagnates and gets blocked where there's clutter. So to tackle this around your front door in your hallway, make sure you don't have lots of shoes hanging about, loads of coats and bags. Like I know that space and storage are often an issue, especially if you have lots of kids, but think about easy ways that you can stop your hallway being cluttered. So you could get like a big storage box to leave your shoes in or buy a shoe rack. Um, What I did personally is I got one of those um, 
You know those things that you like hang on the wardrobe bar that are like basically shells but they're made out of material so I got one of them and put that upstairs and I put all of my daughter's shoes in that to get them out of the hallway um but yeah move shoes put them in boxes make sure you don't have things cluttering up your hallway like parcels or things that are waiting to be moved upstairs that never go upstairs you just want to keep your hallway as clutter free and airy as you can so this will allow energy to enter your home unencumbered and allow it to flow harmoniously so that's the first thing that we can do declutter and clean our front entrances and hallways this is something that I done earlier this week and um it does make a big difference I think especially when I'm coming down the stairs and I'm not seeing just shit everywhere it's the first thing that hits my eyeball in the morning it just sets me up you know for a little bit more of a chilled perspective for that day so we love that So the second thing that we can do is we can clean our mirrors. If you are anything like me, you will feel like you're cleaning mirrors every day because I hate a dirty mirror and also have mirrored furniture, which um, is a bit of a ball ache to keep clean and dust free, I must admit. Um, But in terms of chi, in terms of energy in our homes, mirrors actually play a vital role. So in Feng Shui tradition, mirrors are said to multiply the energy of an area They reflect incoming energy and disperse energy to their surrounding areas. So making sure all of the mirrors in our homes are clean will help us keep the chi flowing and harmonious. It's also said that the placement of mirrors in our homes is really crucial. Like, for example, you shouldn't hang mirrors opposite windows as they're able then to bring in outside energy into your home there are caveats to this like depending on what is outside so if you are interested in this like go and google it i think it's um you shouldn't hang a mirror opposite your bathroom door for example you shouldn't have mirrors in your kitchen at all because these multiply so the kitchen and the bathroom are said to be places where we get rid of energy um, get rid of waste energy in our homes I believe I'm not an expert but I believe that's the case so we shouldn't have mirrors um, opposite bathroom doors or in our kitchens because it will multiply those more negative energies but go and google that um, if you want to know more definitely but we can clean all of the mirrors that we do have um, and if you want to know more about rehanging them somewhere more optimal then go and have a google of that but we can certainly clean them So the third thing we can do is moving on to our kitchen to improve the energy flow in there. We want our kitchens to be as clutter-free as possible and have our countertops as clutter-free as possible. Like if you have a small kitchen, I have a small kitchen um, and I hate it. Like one of my dreams is to get a, a big kitchen extension, but my kitchen is really small and it always ends up getting cluttered, particularly like on top of my microwave and on top of my fridge, like it just gets full of junk. So all of that has to be sorted and it has to go. We don't want any stagnant energy in our kitchen as it's said to impact our health and vitality. So we want good chi in there to be, to help us be our best healthy selves. So think about things like, is there anything that's on your countertops that you can put away? So for example, I moved my slow cooker into a cupboard to make space on my countertops and I will just get it out kind of as and when I need it because I don't use it every week. So I've I've put that away. So think about anything that you can do like that. Um, 
think about the amount of stuff that you have in your kitchen as well. So say if you're a family of two or three, but you have 15 dinner plates and you very rarely have people over for dinner, like, do you actually need all of those 15 dinner plates? Could you cut it down to like five or six and free up space that way and help energy flow that way? Um, pots and pans we've all inherited lots of pots and pans over the years but let's face it we all have a favorite pan and the other pans don't get a fucking look in like let's be honest I know I've got my favorite pan it's actually a wok like I cook everything a wok even even my scrambled egg and my fried eggs but that's just because it's my favorite pot pan sorry so you have a favorite pan do you really need your other ones do we need them think about what we can get rid of um and how we can free up space and energy that way so moving upstairs or on the same level if you live in a bungalow or a flat to our bedrooms so the tip I'll share with you I learned last year um, and I have followed ever since I learned it um, now I have an ottoman bed a super king size bed because I'm six foot and I need that space because I'm a big bitch um, but I have absolutely loads of storage under my bed because obviously it's an ottoman bed and it's a large bed. And then I learned last year that it's actually bad chi, bad energy to have stuff stored under my bed. I was very, very reluctant to remove it because I thought, God damn it, that's a lot of storage space. That is a lot of storage space and I had a lot of shit under there. So I was very reluctant to do that, but I did do it. I cleared it out. Um, and I haven't had anything under my bed for over a year now. And I have to say, I do sleep a lot better since having done that. And a lot of the stuff that was under my bed, I ended up just spinning anyway, because I just wasn't using it. I didn't need it. Um, so that's one to try clear out under your bed and don't have everything in there because it's said a cluttered under bed is said to impact your quality of sleep and your subconscious thoughts as well now again I know that storage space is at a premium for lots of people so if you do have storage under your bed and you want to use it that's fine but there are certain things that Feng Shui tells us we should never store under our bed because it's just too like it's really really bad for our chi so if you do have these things then maybe move them somewhere else and put something else under your bed if you are really really needing that storage so the things that we should never ever store under our bed are shoes paperwork books and photos and anything work related and now that I actually think about it that is all of the shit that I had under my bed like every single one on that list I had under my bed um so no wonder I sleep so much better after removing it all but that's our fourth thing declutter under our beds the fifth and final tip I'll give you today about improving the flow of energy in your home is to remove or fix broken things. So according to Feng Shui, you should get rid of all broken things as they symbolise suffering and failures and attract problems. So do you have anything that's been lying around waiting to be fixed? Um, I'm trying to think of examples that I might have had, but to be honest... I'm, I'm not really one of, I'll just throw it out and get something new. That's really my philosophy. But like, for example, my dad is like an absolute hoarder. And to be fair to him, he can fix anything. Like he is amazing. He can fix anything. So he has lots of things lying around waiting to be fixed. Um, actually, it's probably because I send all my broken things to him to be fixed. But if you do have anything like hanging around, I don't know, is it a kid's toy? Is it like a broken chair? Something like that. Can you either fix it 
or replace it or just get rid of it. Um, so there's something we can do. We can look around our environment for broken things and fix them or get rid of them. So that's it. That's our five tips. Clean and declutter your hallway and entrance. Clean your mirrors. Think about their locations. Get rid of clutter in your kitchen and on your work services. Declutter under your bed and remove or fix broken things. So these are, yeah, that's it. These are fairly simple tasks. Let's say you could literally do one a day over the next five days. Or if you're feeling motivated and you've got the time, you could probably do them all in a day. I've tried to keep it nice and simple because it is still January. There is still Christmas chocolate to be eaten and it's like zero degrees in the northwest of England where I am. So let's not go cray and go a whole house. Um, so I've just kept it nice and simple for you guys. But either way, what I do now, because I've done these previously and again this week in preparation for this episode, is that it absolutely does improve the energy in your home. So you'll feel more balanced. I can guarantee it. You'll feel more peaceful. You'll have, feel like you have more energy to do the things that you need to do in your home. And I absolutely attribute that to the improvement in the flow of energy, like giving you more energy. Like I said earlier in the episode, our homes are such important aspects of our lives and they are where our lives happen every day. So even if you're finding it hard to buy into the concept of qi and feng shui, decluttering and spending some time intentionally cleaning and curating what's in our homes, it's only going to have beneficial outcomes, okay? So... That's it for this week, my loves. I hope you enjoyed it. If this topic did pique your interest, because it's like a fascinating, it's so fascinating, I think. Have a little Google around. There's lots of resources about Feng Shui online and there's lots of books, but I warn you, it's a rabbit hole. Like You're going to end up wanting to renovate and move around your whole house if you get into it. Um, but have a little mooch is a really very interesting topic and an empowering one, I think, because... It shows us that we can change. We have the power to elevate the energy in our homes ourselves. So yeah, I hope you enjoyed that. If you did enjoy it and you want to show your support, please leave me a review if you're listening on Apple Music Podcasts or whatever it's called. I'm an Android user, so I don't know what it's called. But if you are listening on, on Apple and you could leave me a review, I would be so, so grateful. It makes such a difference. So if you have spare two spare minutes, please do that. Please share me on your Insta. I love to see it when you guys are posting that you're listening. I love that and I share as many as I can. So please do that. I'll come and say hi. You can find me at Manifest Fire with Sarah on Instagram. I hope you all have an amazing week and I'll see you next time, angels. Bye.